This is the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are almost, so close, almost done season three of The O.C., which, like, has just so many things. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I know we say this every season, but, like, so much happens in this season. (laughs) So much happens in this season. It's almost over. I feel like some people kind of see this as, like, the end of the series, even though there is, like, another season, but, like... I mean, Neither like, of us for me, like... it pretty much was, because I never watched any of season four. Yeah. And I know that I didn't watch season four, but I feel like I maybe saw the actual, like, last, last episode. Mm. And although I have not seen episode 25 of this season, and this has just been wild. <laughs> I feel like I may have seen a little bit of the very first episode of season four, just out of curiosity. Yeah. But I remember basically <laughs> nothing. Uh, so yeah, so we went to the prom in the last episode. We did. Summer got drunk and <laughs> left uh, Seth's confession on Sandy's desk. Mm-hmm. And Marissa went with Volchek, but then he stole Taylor's party money. Yep. And Ryan went to get it, which he did. Uh, but then also he beat the crap out of him. Yep. And... That's to be fair ended. to Ryan, Volchek was fully going to kill him. Yeah, it was a completely, like, throwback to when he was on the ground and Trey had the phone, was like, yeah. gonna, like, smash his face or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we open <laughs> with this, like, kind of weird flashy montage. Yeah. With Ryan sort of, like, over Volchek's unconscious body. <laughs> And it's all, like, kind of, like, I don't know, it was weird. <laughs> well, yeah, because, like, that whole, the whole opening sequence, like, it's different color tones than normal. Mm-hmm. It's kind of blurry, but, like, choppy, flashy, overlapping, like, double exposed. Yeah. Just all kinds of weird, obviously, to convey emotion uh, and, like, <laughs> severity or whatever. Yeah, but... I guess it's supposed to be, like, Ryan's kind of doing this all in, like, a daze, like. Yeah, and, like, you know, kind of realizing what he's done, but then also being like, oh, my God, what did I do? And Well, I was so confused at first because he ends up driving Volchuk's van. I was like, wait a minute. What's happening here? And I was like, is Volchuk's body in the back? Yeah. <laughs> he's just taken to the hospital. He's not disposing of a dead body. Which, like, I knew this, but also there was a moment where I was like, is he disposing of Volchuk's body? <laughs> Well, I just thought it was kind of more weird because, like, he obviously drove, I guess, like, his vehicle. Well, right. Like, how did he get there in the first place? Right? Because we saw him. Like, because it was the same thing. They did the weird, like, traffic montage to get there yesterday or in, like, the last episode. And, which one, like, is almost yesterday in this episode, but I'm confusing time (laughs) because time is weird. Um but yeah, so like he took the van. So then, like, did he drive the van back to Volchek's and get his car? I have no idea. It's very. And, like, unclear. I guess he was trying to like you know, not have evidence or something. But I either like, I don't know. Yeah, either way, it was just the whole time I was like, wait, because first I mean, then I was like, why is he in a white panel van? <laughs> right. <sighs> it was strange, um, but whatever. He gets them to the hospital. Yeah. People are like, you know, taking him in to the ER, presumably. Yeah. Um, Volchuk, like, regains enough consciousness to tell them that he got jumped and didn't see who did it. Yeah, because they were, like, kind of, like, you know, asking Ryan, like, what yeah. happened, blah, blah, blah. And it was very funny because, like, it, they kept showing, like, medical personnel, but then, like, there were police officers standing there yeah. and Ryan just being like... Oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Ryan just like goes and hides behind the van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mostly it was funny because um, I guess it's like the paramedic or whoever, or well, it wouldn't be a paramedic maybe. I don't know. Whoever it is outside the hospital, yes. this medical person, um, asks where his friend went. And I was like, oh, Ryan just left. And then I was like, oh no, he's just on the other side of the van. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
cool. And then we get a very jarring transition into California. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It's like the weirdest transition into the theme song that I think has happened so far on this show. Agreed. And I think too, because they already had a song playing. Yeah, it was like And it's just very jarring was like switch. A song. Yeah. <laughs> very odd. And then the oddness continues. It does. It continues for basically this entire episode. It really does. A little bit of an odd episode. But yeah, Marissa wakes up to her phone ringing. And Mm -hmm. it's Caitlin who is calling to ask her for a favor. She needs Marissa to intercept a letter that has been sent from her school. (laughs) So that Julie doesn't see it. (laughs) Marissa's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) But she agrees to do it. Caitlin basically hangs up on her. And you're like, cool. Classic Caitlin. Yeah. But then Ryan and Teresa are on the phone. Mm -hmm. And I guess Teresa had been talking to, they always just call him the guy. But like the guy that she'd kind of been seeing from work. But she'd like broken up with him because Mm -hmm. her and Ryan went to prom and like things are good. And I guess they want to like be back together or whatever yeah but because ryan like just left prom (laughs) and then went and beat up volchek and then took him to the hospital yeah and then i guess just went home i guess that seems seems to be what happened (laughs) so like i guess he would have driven the van back to volchek's place and then driven back home yeah but so teresa's just like yeah so after you left me there right she like i guess ended up taking or like taylor and sung ho like let her come in their limo to get to give her a ride home or something yeah something like that but then they may or may not have been drunk and wanted a threesome unclear and then yeah like did they just like let or did they get the limo driver to drive trees i don't know I guess that's presumably what happened. I mean, you know, they have a lot of money. I'm sure they can just tell their limo driver to go wherever they want. I just found it, like, a little bit surprising that Ryan didn't, like, maybe call Teresa a bit earlier. Right? (laughs) To make sure she got home okay? Like, dude. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, I guess he was a little too busy wondering if he was going to go down for manslaughter. But... (laughs) (laughs) And now potentially assault. But they made plans, and they're going to hang out and have dinner later. Yeah. So. And she she can kind of tell he's off, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Then Seth comes in all like, things are looking up. <laughs> yeah, you know, he came clean to summer and talked about Brown. He's not telling his parents yet, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan's like, oh, so so you're going to tell Sandy Kirsten? And Seth's like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Um, and then we cut back to um, Marissa and Summer and Summer is super hungover (laughs) and she has this really great line where she says I wish I could pluck out my eyeballs with a fork and put them in a glass of ice water Yeah, (laughs) I was like that is the most incredible description I've heard for what you want to do with your hungover self Yeah. (laughs) Um, but she doesn't even remember getting home so that's fun for her no. I love how Marissa's all like, yeah, that's a hangover. She's like, I know, I have experience with these things. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but she tells she tells Summer that, like, Caitlin called and, like, she needs to, like, intercept this letter, right? And then, like, the word letter triggers Summer and that's when she remembers that she left the letter on Sandy's desk. Yep. With all yep. of Seth's confessions. Yep. And she's like, oh, crap. And she goes to, like, get up to, I don't know, presumably get the letter back. <laughs> Ends up having to run to the bathroom to puke. <laughs> Which, like, that tracks. <laughs> <sighs> Indeed. <laughs> oh, summer. Oh, man. Oh, but 
but then like so of course then it immediately like cuts to sandy working in his office and like mm-hmm. he's on the phone and like trying to sort things out oh my god alarm's going off on my phone um <laughs> surprise to podcasts um we also have the podcast here so like who knows what's gonna happen noise-wise on this episode <laughs> um do i have other podcasts or alarms that are gonna go off no we're good um but he's like doing all this stuff and then he like packs up all the paperwork on his desk which of course you see because it's a purple envelope so you mm-hmm. see it get like shoved in the stack of papers and into his briefcase yep and you're just like uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. but then we get another sandy kirsten moment Ugh. well yes because he's found out that he is riviera magazine's man of the year mm-hmm. and she's like cool <laughs> yeah she just like does not care well because no. he goes on about how like they're talking about like the hospital could be this like renaissance of like you know not affordable housing but like you know mm-hmm. you know access to people or like giving people access to things like hospitals yeah. or affordable housing or like stuff that's just not super noobsy and, like, it could be this, like, huge, like, respectable development, blah, blah, blah. And she's just like, mm-hmm, sure. Right. That's what my dad always said, too. Like, yeah. She's just, like, not having it. And Seth right away is like, uh, something's happening here. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, of course, there's a party. Of course. There has to be a party, because <laughs> it's Newport. <laughs> <laughs> But um, oh, summer comes by, and <laughs> this is funny. Sandy answers the door. And she's like, "Oh, Mr. Cohen, you scared me." And he says something like, "Sometimes I scare myself." <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> oh man, so great. Um, so she comes in, and like Sandy tells her where Seth is, but of course she goes to sneak into his office mm-hmm. to try and take the letter back. But of course can't find it because it's currently in sandy's briefcase (laughs) and so then seth comes in he's like what are you doing like why are you in here she makes up some ridiculous excuse about looking for stamps oh yeah (laughs) Uh, she's just so hilarious to me like i love summer roberts so much uh but then ryan and marissa meet up at the diner yeah and he has taylor's money and Marissa knows that Volchek took it and she's pissed. Ryan's like, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just give Taylor the money. And... Yeah. Um, and then she's just like, oh, I was thinking of taking a road trip this weekend. And I was like, what? <laughs> I know. What's it's that? just, it's the weirdest of like setup episodes, but also kind of wrap up episodes. There's just so much randomness sprinkled in here. It's like it's like they were trying to get Marissa and Caitlin to interact one more time. Before the yes. thing happens. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Especially because and of the little interaction was... at the end. Right. Yeah. And this was the way they figured out how to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But yes, Ryan does ask. He's like, before you go, or like, can I at least buy you breakfast? So... They have breakfast. Yeah. I want breakfast. Right? I was going to make pancakes for myself this morning, but I had no eggs. Ugh. Yeah. Worst. I know. I'm adding breakfast to our road trip plan. Yes. <laughs> yes. August. My God. Um, then what happens? Seth, oh. it's Seth and Summer are making out in his room. And then, except she, like, interrupts it and is like, where's your dad going? Like, what the hell are you thinking about my dad? Like, please don't. Um, but then she's like, I have something I need to tell you. Yeah. And then she does the classic Seth thing where she decides not to tell him. Yep. So she doesn't end up telling him about the letter. They just make out a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. Ugh, and then, oh, man. Yeah. So Julie gets off the phone with Kirsten, mm-hmm. who tells her about Sandy 
being man of the year. Yeah. And, you know, she's talking to Neil about how there's going to be a party. And Neil's like, well, I don't know. He's being investigated by the DA. Like, and Julie absolutely does not believe that Sandy is up to anything nefarious because it's Sandy Cohen. Like, come on. Um, and she says something, I think about like how they have to warn Sandy and Neil's like, I already did that. And Julie's like, why doesn't Kirsten know? Oh, that's so Yikes. Bad. That's so, so Yikes. Yikes. Gets even worse in a few scenes, but. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> um, Ryan goes by to check on Volchuk. Because, of course, of course he does. Right. And then, of course, Volchuk ropes him into. He needs dodgy to... things. Yeah, I, I need your help. I need to pick up something. Mm-hmm. And Ryan's like, no. And Volchuk's like, well, I could just charge you with assault. <laughs> well, and like, I feel like Ryan kind of made a good point. He's like, yeah, but I could tell everyone that you stole the $5,000. And he's like, well, right. there's no money here. But that's because Ryan took the money. But like, in the end, yeah, like, I feel like no one would believe Volchuk. Right. Especially because, like, even Marissa, who was dating him, mm-hmm. would also be on Ryan's side here. Like, yeah. And Ryan doesn't really look like he was in a fight. No, aside from his bruised knuckles. Which I feel like could be slightly more explained away, maybe, if they had to. Right. But, but. I do also have questions about how Ryan didn't sustain any other physical evidence of having been in a fight. Like, did Volchak not get a single face shot in? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Whatever. But of course, it's like right during Sandy's party. So I'm sure that'll be totally fine. And nothing oh, yeah. Will it's going to be it's going to be great. <laughs> so then we end up at Caitlin's school. <laughs> because Marissa has decided to go visit her sister. Yeah. And so she's she's found the letter. Yep. And she's giving it to her. Mm-hmm. But like She's man. like, explain this. We thought so like in regards to Julie's money problems, Harbor is not the problem. And right? There's clearly this boarding school that Caitlin goes to costs way more than Harbor. Oh yeah. Like, if she had not been going there, Marissa and her, like, when Marissa had to go to Union, because she was going there, they probably both could have gone to Harbor. Right? And been fine. Right. Because that place looks so fancy. Her dorm room is, like, I assure you, my dorm room's nicer than a college dorm room. Yeah. Like. Also, her roommate is Lucy Hale. I just wanted to point that out. The whole time, like, as soon as she opened the door, I knew she had to be someone. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's totally someone. But again, because it was 2006. She also looks so young. Like I that's mean, what it was. Like she's I just always couldn't... like Polly Pocket sized, yeah. but <laughs> seriously, Lucy Hill is like the tiniest person. Um... <laughs> so yeah, so I had to like I looked at I waited till the end to see like in case I like could think of who it was. But then yeah, when I looked, I was like, oh I okay, yeah, that baby. totally makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was so funny when she answered the door, and I was like, oh my god, it's Arya Montgomery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's cool. But yeah, that all happens. Oh, and then Julie has Kirsten over. Yep. She wants to talk to her. And it's so first she tells her how Sandy's being investigated by the DA. Mm-hmm. And Kirsten takes it so well. Yep. That I'm just like, oh, that's such a weird reaction. And then she goes and says, Sandy's going to take this really hard. And I was like, oh, she thinks Sandy doesn't know yet. Yeah. And that's when Julie's like, um, Sandy already knows. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my god. This is so bad. Oh, I know. But like, remind me to talk about Julie in like the wrap up episode because I feel like this is like Summer and Julie, like season three has been their season. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> so true. Julie doing the right thing. Take trying Man. to take care of her friend. Man. Julie Cooper for the win in this yeah. season. Oh, then Teresa is over having mm. dinner with Ryan. Mm-hmm. 
she's smart and notices his bruised knuckles. Yep. Because, of course, they're kind of having that whole, like, oh, like, everything's going swell. And, like, oh, my God, mm -hmm. like, you're at the point where, like, you have a nanny. Oh, my God. And, like, Ryan's graduating on Monday and going to Berkeley. And then right away is just, like, you are clearly in a fight. What's going on? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Oh, this is such a rough scene. Um, Like, they both kind of have good points. Yeah. So, like, she's pissed because she's like, I can't do this with you if you're if you're like this. Mm -hmm. You know, basically, she's like, I thought you changed. Um, oh, and then he says, I'm not like my brother. And she says, maybe on your good days, you're not. And I was like, oh, I know. damn. Because well, he says, too, he's like, you know, you're the only one who, like, understands, like, my, like, me, like, my life. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, that good days thing. Oh, yeah. And she's like, my life now isn't built for the bad days. For, yeah. like, for the bad, like, I can't be with you on the bad ones. And it's just like, ooh. Yeah, because she has a child to think about now. Yep. Which is fair. Totally. Yeah. But she leaves and that's it. That's the end of Teresa. Yeah. Yeah, last. she says she'll always love him and keep safe. And then she's gone. And yeah, we never see her again. Mm-mm. Huh. I mean, I didn't realize that we were going to see her again at this point anyways, but... <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> but now that she was back, I didn't want her to go. Yeah. But it's it's so weird, like, in the sense that she seems like she's so much older than him. Right? And even... So, like, even... Okay, fine. So, like, say she... Because they're supposed to be the same age, aren't they? Or she's supposed to be older? I think she's supposed to be the same age. Right? So, okay, so say she dropped yeah, it. Like, I thought they came up together and, That's right? Like, I thought. I thought they were in the same grade the whole way through. And yeah. that, um, like, maybe um, Eddie was older? Maybe, yeah. But, yeah, so, like, they clearly, you know, so so say she dropped out whenever. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, at, around the time that Ryan, like, went to Newport Beach. Yeah, that's what, that was my assumption but so in those two years like and we mean like full props to Teresa like she has you know gone and come around and all that stuff but like mm-hmm. has a job made a life made a human life uh and like <laughs> all this stuff and yeah like just it just seems so I mean either way yeah like it just seemed like they're just not in the same place because like what was going to happen when yeah. Ryan went to Berkeley but right yeah I don't know that was just, I had a Teresa random thought moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's, that's that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, she's always wearing, like, you know, business suit type stuff, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, basically they talk about how Neil is meeting with the DA and Sandy's very blasé about the whole thing. Oh, yeah. He's so optimistic. He's like, oh, yeah, it's like, totally going to blow over. Like, it's fine. And Kirsten's like, hmm, is it, though? Well, yeah, he's like, oh, there's, like, not much of a case. And she's like, no, like, he's, the DA is speaking with Dr. Roberts. Although I have yeah. no idea why he's speaking to Dr. Roberts. Like, as if Dr. Roberts would know stuff. But anyways. I was also confused by that. I'm like, aren't you just a doctor at this hospital? Like, what, what do you, what do you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I know like, he's on the board, but, like. And if he's on the board with Griffin, oh, like, Griffin. then why aren't you assuming that he's in on it, too, or something? And also, know. presumably, there's more than two people on this hospital board. Right. Anyway, whatever. It's fine. But, yeah. but um, Kirsten goes to the kitchen. Yeah. Goes to her hidden stash under the sink. Yeah. Which, like, that's not that hidden. Yeah, what I mean? Like, Seth and Sandy. Does no one ever nothing? look under the kitchen sink? Seth and Sandy don't clean anything. They don't have that maid that we saw that one episode in, like, the first season. All right, fair anymore. enough. So, I guess, yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I had that exact same thought, too. I was, like, pretty sure if I just kind of, like, peeked under my sink right now, I would be able to see a bottle of vodka. Right. <laughs> anyway, she pulls out a bottle of vodka. Yeah. And then we see Sandy get something out of a safe. Yep. And then we're back at Caitlin's bougie boarding school. 
where Marissa is sitting with Caitlin and her roommate, whose yes. name I don't recall, yeah. um, because she's just been Aria to me this whole time um, <laughs> from watching Pretty Little Liars. Um, and then we get the rundown on this guy who I'm still not quite sure what had happened. I I missed what I think something. had happened is this dude is like you know the guy. All the guys want to be him. All the girls want to date him. Yeah. He gets the straight A's and all that stuff, but also he's, like, a douchebag. So he stole this, like, crest that lived outside the principal's office or somebody important's office, the dean's office. That is the detail that that I missed. He stole it, but then told the dean that it was Caitlin. That it was Caitlin. And this would be her. Because he invited her to a lipstick party and she declined. Exactly. Yeah. She didn't want to do things with him, so he blamed her for the prank that he pulled. Yeah, but this would be her third strike and she would get kicked out. Yeah, and it's his word against hers and she doesn't have a good record and he has a perfect one. Yeah. And her roommate the whole time is just sitting there being like, Obvi. Oh my god, she says Obvi so many times. And I know that I say it, but like not in the way that they were saying it. Oh my god. I did enjoy that they called the girls that like this dude and his friends lacrostitutes. Lacrostitutes? Also, just because, like, lacrosse is such, like, a rich person, like, in America, in America, lacrosse is just seen as, like, a rich person sport, even though it's, like, the national sport of Canada, and I don't know a single person that's ever played lacrosse. I mean, maybe, like, I, I mean, high gym class once, but... I was gonna say, there were definitely people on the lacrosse team in high school, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever watched a full lacrosse game. No. <laughs> anyway yeah marissa has a plan yes but she needs a uniform (laughs) gee i wonder what the plan is (laughs) no idea no idea all right ryan goes over to volchuk's yep um and ends up finding out that the plan yes is to that the the thing that Volchek needs to grab or whatever mm. is in Ryan's neighborhood. No problem. In the Cohen neighborhood. This is gonna go so well, I'm sure. Yes. Absolutely. Um ugh. I know. Seth ugh, is looking for Kirsten, so he knocks on her door and she doesn't answer and he comes in and she's passed out on her bed. Mm-hmm. Um and he goes over and grabs her mug on the bedside table to smell it. Yeah. <sighs> and it's so sad. I know. And he just like, oh, yeah. It's just. He's just so sad about it. And then Summer comes over and he's all like, you know, oh, no, it's fine. She's sick. I just have to take care of her. Like, you should go home. I don't want you to catch what she has. And then, oh, and then he puts a blanket over her mm-hmm. and he rinses out the mug to clean it. And I was just like, oh, I know. Stop going. And then he like gets all like broody in his bedroom and yeah, gets all emo. Almost smokes weed, but then doesn't. Yeah. Changes his mind. Oh boy. <laughs> then <laughs> we get Marissa. Back at Caitlin's school looking very Britney Spears circa hit me baby one more time. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> in her little uniform with a shirt all tied into like a <laughs> little cropped thing while Cherry Bomb plays. <laughs> oh, that yeah, that was the best part. She introduces herself to this douchebag guy with the worst fake British accent. Which he immediately clocks because he's a rich dude who's been to London. Yeah, he did a he did a semester at Oxford. Yeah, of course he did. As a high school student, whatever. Maybe they do like some like Maybe. preppy, probably for rich people. Yeah, yeah. I would almost guarantee that they do that. <laughs> but then she's like, "I'm a stripper that your friends hired for your birthday." <laughs> he's like, like, "It's not my birthday," and she's like, "Do you want to see me take my clothes off or not?" Yeah. Also, this is when I finally figured out who this actor is who looked very familiar. <laughs> I knew that you would eventually recognize it. Because when I looked him up, I saw that 
in yeah. one episode. He played yeah. a young... He played baby Dean yeah. Winchester. <laughs> My love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I could tell you exactly what episode that was, too. Yeah. <laughs> um... Oh, yes, we end up back at the Coens. Um, Kirsten's leaving and Seth's trying to talk to her, but she says she's going to a meeting and he's like, oh, how's that going? And she's like, oh, you know, one day at a time and leaves. And like Seth's obviously worried. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we cut over to Sandy, who is at the yacht club talking to the DA. Yeah. Trying to like, I guess, figure out what they have or like, what's going on if he gives up evidence against Griffin like can he save the hospital project but no if Griffin goes down the hospital goes down yeah so it sounds like they don't have enough evidence to really for anything to Mm -hmm. maybe happen so like don't do the right thing and the hospital will likely be okay yeah or do the right thing and the hospital will not happen yeah so yeah and that's about when Neil Roberts shows up and Sandy just leaves him to it. Yeah. And then Volchek and Ryan are like casing this house. (laughs) Okay. 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 Times when you should have been using the white panel van. Maybe this time, not Ryan's Range Rover. I mean, here's, here's the thing is that the, Van is going to look suspicious. Ryan in his car in the neighborhood doesn't. I know, but then it's also just like, you know, I don't know. There should have been some right, sort of other just... vehicle. A third vehicle. I mean, probably. <laughs> but of course, of course, Ryan gets recognized by one that of the one, newsies. Yeah, that one newsie. Name... Yeah, she's, she, you saw her a lot more in season one. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm sure she has a name. Yes. But I don't remember what it is. Yeah, but she's talking to Ryan and talking about the party. And she's like, bring your friend. Yeah. She definitely <laughs> she seems like she'd get down with a friend. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she would. Um, and then we cut back to Caitlin's school where Marissa is leading this guy into a storeroom, like a storage room <laughs> with like cleaning supplies in it. Uh, and ends up getting him to take his pants off and ties him to a chair because that's how they do it in Vegas. <laughs> oh, man. And, of course, um, she leaves him there. Yeah. Cause she got She's like, I just have to go teeth. change. And he's like, you're in a costume. She's like, yeah. bye. <laughs> Takes his pants with her. <laughs> <sighs> oh yeah so then <laughs> summer comes by <laughs> Sandy's working at his desk when yeah. summer comes by and she can like <laughs> see the letter on his desk yes um and she says hi to him and he's like oh yeah you can just wait for Seth because I don't remember where Seth was supposed to be but yeah not there and she's kind of like lingering. She's like, "Can I just wait in this in in here with you?" And he gives her this look, like, "I mean, I guess, but this is so weird." Um, she asks if Mrs. Cohen is feeling any better. And Sandy's Ooh. like, "Um, I didn't know she was sick." Yep. And she just like keeps hovering, and Sandy keeps giving her this look, like, "What is this girl doing?" <laughs> and then she tries to really subtly go for the envelope, but it's. Yeah not subtle at all she needs to work on her uh her lift skills oh man because <laughs> sandy clocks it immediately uh, and of course grabs it yeah and she's trying so hard to get it back well you know she's like oh like it was something that was for seth like it was a mistake like i like she's just like no no like i made a mistake like it's not and he's like but it's like addressed to yeah. mr and mrs cohen <laughs> Yeah. So, of course, he opens it. Yep. Which, obviously, any parent would. Yes. Um, oh, and then he's reading it, and she's trying to explain. And she explains about 
how he said he wasn't going to Brown, but then he showed up at Brown with Anna. <laughs> He's like, he wasn't going to Brown. <laughs> Summer's like, well, yeah, because he hadn't told me he didn't get in. <laughs> and that's when she realizes that Sandy didn't know that either. And she's like, oh, I thought, I thought he was only lying to me about that. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> yeah. Yikes. So she spilled all of that. Um, oh, then Kirsten's at a meeting and, like, Seth is there kind of, like, eavesdropping, I guess. Isn't Seth yeah. there? I can't I, remember. Maybe? I actually, if he or was. Or no, he comes home I, from somewhere else. We see her at the meeting and talking and explaining how it's hard and, like. Yeah, and how her husband doesn't know that she's relapsed. and Yeah. Yeah. I think it was because it was a weird cut where, like, the camera panned as if he could have been, like, on the other side of the door eavesdropping, but then it, like swung into the Cohen house and he was coming home and then I got confused. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know where Seth has been this whole time, if yeah, we're being honest. Either. Unclear. Um, but Sandy wants to talk to Seth because obviously he just read his napkin confession. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Seth also wants to talk to Sandy and yep. he tells him that Kirsten's been drinking again. Yep. Oh, and they get into it. In, like, such a subtle but, like, oh, man. digging yeah. way. Oh, because he says something about, like, I don't know, because Sandy says something about not getting drowned, and then Seth says something about, like, you don't know that Kirsten's been drinking, and then, like, mm-hmm. Sandy says something, and then, like, if you'd been more of a father, blah, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's like... Sandy says something like, don't talk to your father that way. And oh, Seth yeah. says that would require you to act like my father. Oh, so bad. So needed. Oh, yeah. So bad. Oof. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. And then we cut to Ryan waiting with Bullchuck in the car. Mm-hmm. And he wants Ryan to go with him to this house so stressful (laughs) so Ryan's acting as a lookout and this cop car drives by because we know that cop cars are regularly stationed in really rich neighborhoods Um, by which I mean I don't think they are but I feel like unless they're patrolling like yeah or like it could regularly have a cop car patrolling that neighborhood they could have their own security though because I feel like it's probably some sort of gated community that's and, you know, because, like, their lights were yellow and stuff. So, like, it's definitely yeah. some sort of security. I don't think it was actual police. Fair point. Good. That makes way more sense to me. Yeah. It's like, I feel like cops aren't regularly just driving around super bougie neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> Other neighborhoods, um, Either way, mm-hmm. he sees this car drive by. Yeah. The garage door opens. And we realize that Volchuk is there to boost the car. Yeah. And Ryan's like, no. <laughs> Like, I've been here before. I'm not doing this. Yes. And, like, there were supposed to be keys, but there aren't. So then he's trying to break in, but then, like, the yeah. alarm starts going off. Yeah, as oh soon as he God. pops the, the lock, the alarm goes off. Yeah. Or tries to pop the lock, I guess, because he ends lock. up smashing the window. Yes. Which, again, okay. Okay. If I've learned anything from TV... Mm-hmm. I know that if you're stealing a car, you never break the driver's window. Because you (laughs) then have to sit in that glass. Oh, that's a good point. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, look. This is clearly not something Volchek's done before. This seems like a pretty amateur smash and grab for a car. Like, this is not a professional professional uh and i also feel like there's no way that he could have hotwired it that fast i mean i don't know i don't know the length of time it takes to hotwire a car yeah also keeping in mind that this is like 2006 i just dropped something (laughs) 2006 so like feel like it used to be slightly easier to hotwire cars than it is now because so many of them now run on computers yeah except it was 
it was still like a Mercedes or something like that would have been harder. Oh, for sure. In and just, I just feel like with the pressure and like Ryan yelling and like them already knowing that there's like, I don't know, whatever. I just well, don't yeah, think, I just don't think Volchek is that good at it. It can be done that fast, but I don't that's know. fair. Given that this yeah. is a very amateur kind of, uh, since he's smashed the window into the driver's seat, so he's now going to have to sit on all that glass. Um, doesn't seem like he'd know how to hotwire a car that quickly. But yeah, so when he gets it done, he drives off, and, like, Ryan, like, runs away through the neighborhood. Well, yeah, because while all this is happening and the alarm has been going off, you see that security car double back yeah. and put its sirens on. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and Ryan telling him to get in. He's yeah. just like, Ryan's nope. Like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Ryan takes off. Volchuk oh, takes off with the car. It's a mess. Um, we end up back at Caitlin's school. Yes. And Caitlin and Marissa are like having a little moment. She's thanking mm-hmm. Marissa for her help. Um, oh, it's it's actually really sad because like they have this nice little moment. Where, like, things are good between them. And, you know, Caitlin was glad to have her there and that they had fun together. And she's like, it sucks that you have to go to college next year. And I was like, oh, this is awful. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I sincerely don't think I'm ready for the next episode. Me neither, again, because I've never seen it. Like. I know what the incident is, but I don't know how it happens. I don't understand how it happens. I don't know what happens before it. I don't know. Either way, it's this really nice little moment. Yeah. Made horrible by what we know it is coming. Yeah. Um... We go back to the Cohen household. Sandy's sitting outside by the pool. Kirsten comes out and she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. And he's like, have you been drinking? And then he's like, oh, like, I hope you know that, like, you can tell me these things. You know, and she's like, well, I didn't think I could, like. Well, yeah, she's basically like, I tried and you weren't there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, that's what it is. it's twice. Because she says, like, yeah. he's like, why didn't you tell me? She's like, I tried. And then he's like, I hope that you know that you can come to me with this thing. And she's like, I don't know that. Like. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, know. because she's like, because he says something along the lines of, like, you should have told me, mm-hmm. like, what was going on. And she basically throws it back, being like, what? Because the only way you would talk to me is if you knew there was a threat of a relapse. Yep. And you're like, oh, God. Oof. But then Kirsten goes to talk to Seth. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. And just it's just kind of all about like, well, her finding out that he didn't get into Brown. Oh my god. Um, but just like how it's about family, and mm-hmm. she like wants him to come tonight, and just. And Seth does not want to go. No. He's fully like, I don't even want to be in the same room as him. Yeah, he's super pissed at Sandy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she says, like, do it for me. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. And Kirsten, like, as much as, obviously, everything with her and Sandy is still kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Um, she does think that he's going to fix it. And, yeah. Um, oh, yes. Then she asks Seth to go swing by the Newport group offices because... Sandy needs something that he forgot to bring, I guess. Yeah, there's a picture that he needs. There's a picture he needs. So, (laughs) Ryan calls Marissa in, like, a frantic... Yeah, hiding behind a tree. like, (laughs) he's out of breath. And he's like, can I meet you at your place? And she's like, yeah, like, you can let yourself in. There's a key. And he's, like, clearly freaking out. She's like, what is going on? (laughs) He's like, it's fine. I'll just see you there. And you're like, okay, Jesus. Then we have Seth Mm -hmm. at the Newport group offices, sitting at Sandy's desk, lighting up a joint. And he's like looking at the family pictures, and clearly he's just mad. Yeah. Yeah. And then 
we get Julie Cooper, who, like, wins this episode. Yeah. She's ready for the party, and Neil is not. She's like, what What, what are you doing? Like, we gotta go to this party. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm not going. It's a conflict of interest. I might have to testify against him. And Julie's, like, pissed. <laughs> She's like, the Coens are, like, family, and... I support the people that I care about, so I'll grab a cab. Yep. Yeah. So, point one to Julie Cooper for loyalty. Yeah, yeah. What a champ. <laughs> oh, man. Kirsten calls Seth, wondering where he is. <laughs> Which, does he then drive there? He's high. He's so high. I know. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> so he he leaves with a picture and you see that he has left the joint on the desk just yes. hanging off enough that it falls into the trash can below. Yeah. I have some questions about logistics here. Fair. Because he's sitting at this desk, right? Oh, yeah. It was, like, in the middle of, like, yeah. It's not. The garbage can is not in a place where it should be. The garbage can is not in a place where it should be. But then also, those papers sticking off the end of the desk that end up catching when the fire Mm -hmm. goes up in the trash can. Yeah. Like, if he was sitting at the desk, like, none of this makes sense to me. Yeah. Because at first, at first, I was like, there's no way that trash can fire is burning down these offices. Like, what? it's contained in a metal trash can. And then I was like, oh, I see. It's going to catch these papers that are hanging off the end of the desk. But I was still like, this makes no sense But even me. as that's happening, it's smoking. It's a paper fire. It's very smoky. How is nothing being set? Like, in a place like that, would they not have a sprinkler system? One would think. Or at this point, would the fire alarms have not already gone off? Yeah. Because like, I had a lot of questions about At that point, it seemed like it should have been, like, started. a small fire. But then also, as... was that joint, like, really lit? I don't know. It when all seems to it... catch way too quickly. Yeah, when he set it down, it did not look lit at all. And maybe that was just they forgot to, like, CGI in a little, like, oh, yeah, red probably. ember or something. But it didn't look lit at all. And then it went in. And it definitely just started to, like, smoke at first. But yeah. Considering the Newport group is also the entire CSI Miami PD headquarters, that thing burned, that little tiny joint in that garbage can burned that entire building down pretty hard. This is what I'm saying. And, like, (laughs) we know these things happen. Like, I know people fall asleep with, like, you know, lit cigarettes and things catch. Mm -hmm. But just, like, the way those offices are set up, Yeah, I'm not buying it. When even just, yeah, because, like... As someone who has attempted to, like, light fires and not gotten very far because it takes a long time to get a fire hot enough to catch like that yeah i just don't buy it yeah but whatever it's fine but yeah they're at the party the da arrives Uh oh yep sandy's pretty sure he's about to be arrested he's like i'm gonna go practice my speech anyway and i'm like you're real chipper for someone who thinks he might be getting arrested oh Um, and then we get a little shot with Ryan at Marissa's and as soon as she walks in, basically, he's like, if anyone asks, I was with you all night. She's like, what? He's like, if anyone asks, she's like, okay, but like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I love that she just immediately agrees without question. She's like, yeah, sure. That's fine. Yep. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, I'm not ready for, but Marissa and Ryan. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Okay, part power through. Uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously, we're just not right going to be okay end. in the next episode. <laughs> no. So um, Neil ends up showing up to the party. Yeah. Julie's very happy. Yes. He calls her surprisingly principled, and I was like, I feel like that's a backhanded compliment, but okay. <laughs> I mean, it's also a little bit fair. Like it is Julie Cooper. Totally. Of anyone to have principles is not who you'd think would have them, but. Yeah. <laughs> Say what you will about Julie Cooper. She um she goes down for the people that yeah. she cares about. Yeah. 
Um, oh, yes. So then we have Sandy giving his speech. Mm-hmm. During which he says he cannot accept the Man of the Year award. Yep. He is, in fact, going to cooperate fully with the DA. Yeah. The drawing so of the, the hospital, hospital project- is... Yep. As close as it will ever be to a thing. Yep. Yep. So finally, finally, Sandy Cohen is redeeming himself. Yep. Finally. Yes. I have in my notes, I love Sandy Cohen in all caps and then, but also finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Summer like... shows up at some point as well and apologizes to Seth for the whole letter fiasco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She came in with Dr. Roberts, but went a different direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, happened. but like Seth is totally cool with it, which again, he's high, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I mean, he definitely comes across as like it's definitely like a stoned, yeah, reaction to everything that happened. <laughs> uh, but Sandy gives the DA the papers, yeah, and like don't him and like Kirsten kind of have a little like moment and like she's happy, but then <laughs> <laughs> the police come in. So he's like, oh, maybe I'm not okay. But then as that's happening, Ryan and Marissa pull up. Yep. Both looking all dolled up and ready to go. And Ryan's like, oh, crap, they're here for me. Yeah. But then Mm -hmm. they see the police hauling Seth out. Mm -hmm. What? I know. Which, okay, I have more questions. (laughs) I had a second for like a thought. Or, like, I had a thought for a second. That's what I mean. Um, oh, sorry. The podcast, the podcat is very intrigued by this conversation right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and there had, like, there had to have been cameras. Like, they had to I was going to say, there has to be security cameras, right? That he was the last person in the building. Okay. That makes more sense to me. Right? Like, maybe, maybe there wasn't a camera in Sandy's office and they saw him smoking, but, like, at the very least, like, they outside. saw the entrance of the building yeah because he had to have had like sandy's like keys or access to the building somehow right so they had to have known and then and then presumably that footage is like somewhere not being burned to a crisp yeah something like that it all just seemed to happen very quickly like in the span of seth leaving the newport group yeah and getting to the yacht club and Sandy giving his speech, which is not that long. Mm-hmm. The fire would have had to grow big enough to alert the police. To alert to come the fire department. And, actually... and then the fire department would come and then they would have called the police. Right. And then have enough time for them to have already looked into what would have started it. Like, that doesn't seem like something they would even, like, they're already looking at video footage? Yeah, they, that was That seems definitely... like something that happens after they put out this fire. Yeah, based off of my severe knowledge of uh, the show Chicago Fire, uh, <laughs> this is a little bit fast, because they do also, because Kelly is really good at arson investigations, um, so, like, he's involved with that a lot, and yeah, right. none of that happens until, like... Like, they save everyone, they have to put the fire out. Right. Then part of the firefighter's job is they have to go in and, like... Go back in, yeah. Semi-clean up slash, at least, you know, secure the building, like, safety-wise, right? If there's stuff that's going to come down, they have to make sure that it's not. And then while they're doing that is when they would have seen signs of arson, which is then they would call someone in. So, like... Right, like, it's just so strange that they're, like, automatically jumping to arson, unless it's because it's slightly connected with, maybe, like, they already were watching the Newport group because of Sandy's involvement with all this stuff and being investigated by the DA. Like, that maybe they are an eye like, on Maybe it. there was someone watching, or they had right? cameras like someone, or like, something. Like, yeah. staking it out. Yeah. So maybe even in that case, if they did have somebody staking it out, they would have seen Seth leave yeah. visibly with their two eyes, and then it would have caught fire. That makes way more sense. That is what I'm going with. I am going with the police were staking out the Newport group <laughs> looking for any shady activity, and this is yeah. how this all happened so quickly. Yes, we'll have to. Hopefully, they'll... I mean, fingers crossed they explain a little bit more next episode, but it might not be. It might just be the fastest 30-minute 
fire crime solving moments ever. It's just happening so fast. Like, all of it happens so quickly. And I'm like, I don't think that's how these things work, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, to, to the point that you then were able to get a warrant for his arrest? Yeah. I don't know, man. Because at Whatever. first, I thought they were going to, like, tell Sandy, hey, the Newport group is on fire. Right. And then in the last episode is when we would find out that it was Seth. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I fully forgot that he got arrested. Yeah. Intrigue. Yep. But that's where it ends. That's where it ends. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Oof. There's only one episode left. Right? Who did you have as the most annoying for this episode? I mean... I feel like Volchuk's maybe a little too obvious. Yeah. And he wasn't doing anything, like, especially annoying. He was just being Volchuk. Right. So, like, maybe Caitlin's little roommate. <laughs> or at least that guy, Trevor, or whatever. Yeah, him cute. too. I mean, he gets his in the end. I mean, not that... Okay, here's the thing. She's a perfectly nice girl. She's just a little annoying with how often she says obvi. Yeah. So... Maybe that's not fair to her. Maybe I'm just being mean to little teenagers. Well, and even like Sandy wasn't that bad. Seth no, no one did was had really moments like bad. Seth wasn't that bad. There wasn't anyone who really stuck out. And I think, again, it was just because of the nature of the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm so distracted. Sorry. The the podcast is trying to play with like a folded up post-it note, but it's <laughs> making her more angry than... Hilarious. than anything else because she's just mad that I don't know I won't let her scratch my notebook um, real life today on the Teenage Daydream podcast but yeah I don't know no one was really like super annoying no um, and yeah we talked about the new people no one that sticks around like we've seen the DA guy a couple times yeah so Lucy yeah it's Hale. really just Lucy Hale um, that we that goes on to do Pretty Little Liars and it's Brock Kelly who plays Taylor Knightley um, and is in that episode of Supernatural. Also, fun fact, this is just like a random thing that I noticed. He was also in um, Ravenswood, which is a spinoff of Pretty Little Liars. (laughs) So, random point of interest that they were both also in this episode and then he was in a spinoff episode of her show. And so when I was looking up trivia on this episode, yeah, it said that like Marissa's British accent mm-hmm. was an in joke because Misha Barton's actually British. What? And I was like, British in the sense that like some of my family's British, but like I ain't got no British accent. I've never heard her speak with a British accent. Trevor's line to Marissa, I don't buy that phony English accent for a second, is an in-joke to Misha Barton. She's actually British, so her accent would have been accurate. I am now looking at her Wikipedia page, (laughs) and she is a British-American film, television, and stage actress. But, like, did she live in... But she was raised in New York. I'm sorry, she's in Notting Hill? I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> what? Like, I knew she was in The Sixth Sense. But that's just it. Okay, so she was born in 86 in London, but by 1994, she was already doing New York theater. Like, maybe she just doesn't have an accent. Okay. But I've definitely never, ever heard anyone refer to her so as So was British. she doing it badly on purpose? Let's hope so. <laughs> to me, it did not sound like a good British accent. But, I mean, it, I was, mean, it was only that one line. Like, true, she didn't get true. super far in, so maybe it just kind of... Yeah. Anyway, that was That's just my... so weird. I can't believe I just learned that information about her and never knew. Yeah. <laughs> I know, what? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I also never knew she did any theater. But that's, yeah, like, I think as a kid. Still. Yeah. 
Anyways. Uh, did you have, like, a super Cali moment? I did not, actually. Yeah. There wasn't anything super Cali-esque, yeah. really. In my notes, I just said, I'm sure there was one, but I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe the, the neighborhood. You didn't really get to see the neighborhood around Cullens that much, and you got to see it a little bit more this time. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that. Uh, did you have a favorite Sethism? Uh, yeah, it's when Kirsten is trying to convince Seth to come to the party. Yeah. And he agrees and he says, fine, but I want my own table and my applause for his speech will be so tepid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Did you have a different one? What? I didn't have like one that like super stuck out, but I did enjoy... There's one where, like, when he's knocking on Kirsten and Sandy's door at first, he's like, are you decent? If I come in, am I inviting years of therapy? Uh, <laughs> but then also I liked, and this was mostly just more because of Ryan, because when everyone walks into the kitchen, Sandy's like, why don't you say good morning to Newport's Man of the Year? And Seth is like, I knew it was only a matter of time before this town recognized my contributions t- <laughs> to the community. <laughs> I missed that. Uh, but then Ryan's like, yeah, you have to be a man first, so congratulations, Sandy. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Um, we did mention that we got Cherry Bomb by the Runaways that playing. Was good. But also two different versions of the song The Pioneers. Yes. One at the beginning by Block Party. Yes. And one at the very end when Seth's being arrested. I think the one at the end might be the original. Might be the original. Um, the one at the beginning, for me, just stuck out more. Again, every time it's a Block Party song, I don't realize that it's a Block Party song because mm-hmm. like, I haven't listened to Block Party since 2006. Um, <laughs> Fair since enough. Since 2007. And not because I don't like Block Party, but it's just because like, the world has kept spinning and like, you know. And I was just like, oh, yes, Block Party. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my song. And I mean, like, obviously, like, Cherry Bomb is super good. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I feel like in the last few episodes, there haven't been really any, like, standout songs. And then this episode, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's, like, Next a Vine episode, song, there too. there will absolutely be a standout song. One that we've heard before. Oh um, I, me neither. I'm actually sincerely not ready. I really thought I was going to be, like, really blasé about the whole thing. Um, but I don't think I am. I think I'm going to be really upset about this. <laughs> Cause yeah, so it's graduation like, yeah. and, and like, like years get over it. Oh my god, I'm still not over it. Yeah, but it's like you watch all six feet under and that last that series finale, which is one of the best series finales like in the history of life. Like it's probably like Mash and Six Feet Under, and that's it, right? Like, talk about ball your face off. Um, and I know this isn't like a series finale, but it is like a big I episode. Think- it's a big episode <laughs> and it is I think one of the key moments that people remember from this show all of the key moments in this show are like Marissa in distress <laughs> <laughs> it's like OD and TJ shooting yeah. Trey <laughs> and the end of season three yeah Man. But then, like, if you look at the different little blurbs about the next episode, so much stuff happens. Okay. Well, I know there's still so many things that need to happen. And I'm like, how do they squeeze all this into one single episode? I don't know. Because, like, Lord, something may or may not happen with Jimmy. There's stuff with Volchek. Something happens with Ryan's mom. Obviously, like, stuff happens with the Newport group. Something happens with, like, Seth in college. Something ha- like stuff happens like Caitlin I just I can't I can't I can't oh boy so this is this is basically we're like 70 something episodes in here this is we've been waiting for this moment since we started this podcast Mm -hmm. a year and a half ago yep and it's gonna happen next week it is I can't believe it I know so and then we're into brand new territory for me. Completely. Like, a thousand percent. I have zero clue what's going to happen. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. 
Um, very weird. Very weird. Also, I'm going to have to get my hands on those episodes. <laughs> I've been watching all my old DVDs, but uh, I don't have season four. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so glad I have those DVDs because, like, how else would I have gotten that hilarious uh, yeah. teen pregnancy PSA a couple of episodes ago? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, amazing. But yeah, join us next week for, like, one of the episodes of the OC, one of the episodes of teen dramas. And uh, we'll see if we make it. I don't know if we're going to survive. But we'll see you then. Bye.